say hi. What's up? What's up? Hi. <laughs> Nicole. <laughs> what are you, what are you, I don't know what you thought. Where you found this man at? <laughs> so today we have a special guest by the name of St. G. St. G, go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, first of all, I want to thank y'all for having me, man. And I really want to say congratulations on y'all establishing this uh, pivotal podcast. And it's only pivotal because therapy really isn't enough. So I really do want to give you guys the flowers. And thank you guys for having me. Uh, I am St. G. First name Marius, last name St. G. From uh, South Florida. What else? What do you do? What do I do? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, I'm a business owner. I'm a small business owner. I own a uh, a company called First Premier uh, Detailing. Okay. What is that? Where I'm, I'm pretty much a mobile detailer. I, I go go to people's houses in Boca Raton, Florida. I detail they they uh they crib. So I just started. So eventually I start moving on a detailing yachts and detailing jets so you know i'm trying to bring it somewhere big okay 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 the plug the plug (laughs) (laughs) yeah so other than that what else do you do um other than that man i'm just uh i'm a father you know how many kids do you have i have one baby girl 18 month old yeah that was a surprise though what you mean? Tell oh us a story. God! Ooh! Tell us a story. What so, <laughs> so I was living in uh, I, this is when I was living in Boca, and underneath Boca was the Seven Eleven. The name of the complex called Boca. Well, the, the city is called Boca, oh. Boca Raton, Florida. <laughs> yeah. So you know, underneath is a Seven Eleven, and um, you know, just drinking wild night one day, just got into an argument with the girl I was with. Decided, I just went downstairs and. Had a wham bam, thank you, ma'am. Nine months later, I get a I get a a phone call. Hey, you got a baby. So how so, did you feel? So wait, I, it was a one night stand. Yeah, one time. Wow. I felt I felt bad though. Well, cause number one, I'm in condom heaven. I'm in condom heaven. I'm at she locked the door. <laughs> I'm in condom heaven, man. And um, my drunk ass decided not to uh. Not to wear a condom, and I didn't. I didn't think anything of it until the baby was born, which she's my blessing. But by the time she's like three years old, I'm gonna tell her how she how she got it. And I was at like, three. <laughs> no, I was at like, three. Hey, we gotta learn somehow. So, did you want kids initially? You know what? My ideal plan of having kids was um, I wanted that established family that that mom, dad, and and kids. I wanted. I didn't want, I hated the term baby's mother or baby's mm-hmm. father. I always wanted that, my wife and kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So. And it's baby mama and baby daddy. Yeah, now it's baby <laughs> mama and baby daddy. Like. Talk about baby father. <laughs> proper. Yeah, baby mama, baby daddy. How uh, old are you, say, G? I'm 35. Okay, so yeah. you had your kid at a good age. At a good age? Yeah. Yeah, Ooh. I think it's a good age. I was practicing early then. I wanted to have kids when I after I turned 21. Wow. Yeah. But you waited. That's good. But, I mean, however, she's here. She's a blessing. She's cute as hell, by the way. Chubby yeah, little thing. That's my baby. Chubby. So, um, other than 
what else what else been going on with you like what what's anything new that's happened this year that you want to tell the people about uh besides besides the business with uh the, the detailing i partnered up with my boy that's doing asap moving where we specialize in like moving things for for people just like a moving company so i'm doing that too you know pretty excited i'm pretty excited about what next year has to bring because as this year ends Next year is a new beginning for me. You know, it's a it's a cliche when they say "New Year, New Me." <laughs> no, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. You see it all over uh, Instagram, yeah. TikTok, all the videos. New like, Year, New Me. Oh I, no, but I, I take this very literal though. It's it's really gonna be a new year, new me. Mm-hmm. I may end up cutting my locks. How many times did I say that? Thank you. You say that every year since I knew you since 2019. You've yeah. been saying the same. How long have you no, been I'm, growing up? I'm, I'm gonna end up cutting. I, Almost eight years now. Why you want to cut them? Cause hair comes with a lot of energy. Mm. You know what I mean. So mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of the negative energy and a lot of the bad things I've been through in the last with the time that I've been growing my hair, I just want to cut it off as I go into this new chapter. But like Nicole said, I've been saying that for years. Yeah. And you know what? I'll go to the barber and I'll tell the barber, I'm like, all right, go ahead and cut it. And these damn barbers, man, every time they do this with the scissors. <laughs> oh, all right, never mind, never mind. This line they, so they psych you up. They, yeah, they psych you out. I'd be ready. I'd be like, all right, I'm cutting it. Go ahead and cut it. And my barber. Now, as I, I was listening to you before, you said you had a lot going on for the past couple of years that made you want to cut your hair. Can we get a little bit into that? Like, what's been going on with you? Like, uh, like I know we met. But hold on, I probably didn't tell y'all, but me and St. G met um, in 2019. We met around the time where he was in a car accident. And um, I'm going to let you, let him explain to you all the details. I just wanted to let you know that, yes, I do know him personally. So, go ahead, man. Well, well, this is therapy isn't enough, right? Yeah. All right, so in order for me to tell you what what happened in that year, I got I got to, well, yeah. Let me just tell you what happened. I got into a real bad car accident. Uh, end of 2018, beginning of 2019, where I almost lost my life. Uh, I had to, I had to be trauma hawked to the hospital. They had to uh, cut the car open because I just, I was at a point where I just couldn't walk. I, I ran into a bridge support, and uh, I was just drinking and driving, and I wasn't supposed to. I met up with my cousin. Who was at? This is when BB King's was open. Y'all remember? Throwback. Yeah, mm-hmm. remember BB King's? Yeah. Right? yeah. Downtown. So, yeah, downtown. Mm-hmm. So me and my cousin Yoshi, we, we was at BB King's, just we was catching it up, catching it up, and and chopping it up. And then um, as we were gonna leave, there was two girls that came over, and uh, they was like, "Yeah, we from out of town. We about to leave uh, tomorrow, but we want a club." My cousin Yoshi tried to talk me out of it, but I was like, "Oh." Nigga, they from out of town. Like, let's go ahead and, you know what I'm saying? So, we ended up going to the club. We burned bottles. I ended up with a whole bottle in my hand. And I'm drinking a bottle. And then, um, next thing I know, I'm waking up in the hospital, man. He blacked out. You don't remember nothing from out. leaving the club? I don't remember. I, I don't remember leaving the club. Mm. Yeah, I, I completely blacked out. Alcoholism played a, a role in my, in my life for a very long time. And that was the reality check. You almost died. So. so, how do you get? How did you get into alcohol? Mm. Um. 
with no guidance, you know? My mom, my mom passed away when I was two years old. My daddy passed away when I was five years old. So, um, you know, I was, I was being bounced around as a kid and it was just me and my sister. It was to the point where family members was fighting for us or who want to keep us. It's either here in Palm Beach or in Miami. So um, my uncle on my mom's side ended up keeping my sister and I ended up staying here. So me and my sister separated early too. Um, I started drinking when I was 11 years old. So at 11 years old, uh, it was it was it was okay at that time. And I'm not saying it was okay to drink at 11 years old. It's just that when you don't have someone saying don't drink, I didn't have no one telling me not to drink. Yeah. You know, I always had the older people that I used to live with tell me, "Oh, he just gonna be he gonna be just like his daddy." The, the only memories that I remember of my father was him being a raging alcoholic and beating my stepmom. And um, I don't know, I, I, I took that at an early age. So, yeah, that's what. So do you also feel, oh, St. G's also a veteran, guys. He didn't even, tell, he didn't even introduce himself the way he needs to. Oh, yeah, I'm a veteran. He didn't even tell <laughs> you all years? the great stuff. I spent eight years in the Army. Thank you, get out. Service? Huh? Thank you for your service. Oh, I appreciate it. Appreciate it. My pleasure. I, uh, when I get out, I got out in 2011. I actually got I got released from prison. That's how I got out. Rewind. You got released Rewind. from prison? Yeah. Yeah, I got released from prison. And it was it was another alcohol-related incident. Like, um, when I first got to Germany, I got to Germany. You know... When you, when you grow up as a mother and fatherless child, you always look for that guidance. And you find the guidance in, in the wrong places sometimes. And that's what that's how I was. I always found guidance in the wrong place. So when I got to Germany, uh, it's a crazy story, man. My boy ended up getting into an argument over a girl. And I'm making a long story short. He ended up getting into an argument over a girl. And the dudes were saying that. Um, you put your hands on this woman and we finna beat your ass. So they were they was totally in the right. But he called me, he was like, Man, I need you to ride with me, man, so I can go ahead and meet up with these dudes. We drove two hours to go meet up with these dudes. In now, Germany? In Germany. Germany don't even have guns or nothing like that. However, I'm the one that I had a I had an A K forty seven with me. So Brought the AK forty seven and we drove. I was like, right, I got you. This had nothing to do with me. Mm. Drove two hours with the AK, and um, it was like six dudes, and they blocked us in because it was just me and him. They blocked us in in the snow, and these niggas was big as hell too. <laughs> I'm like, hold up. And then the dude, the dude <laughs> came to me. He was like, what is nigga Bradley? At? Who am I supposed to be fighting? And so when he looked at me, he was like. Nigga, I know, I know damn well your little ass ain't Bradley. And I was like, wait, what, nigga? <laughs> but um, to make a long story short, uh, a lot of shots was fired that night. Um, and I was charged with attempted murder. Uh, oh, shit. So, yeah, I was charged with attempted murder that night. And then um, I took it to trial. My co-defendant decided he wanted to tell on me. Mm, yeah, the so, one that called you out. The one that dragged you. The out one that it. dragged me out of everything. Even though, even though there was some um, gangster snitches. When I say gangster snitches, the niggas that was like pointing me out in court, they was a uh, they was bebopping to the witness stand like. What? Yeah, they was bebopping. 
<laughs> and one of them was like, where you from? And he was like, originally, and he was saying what he was saying with me mugs on his face. And, and they pointed me out. I thought I was going to, you know. But I, I ended up beating a, I, I ended up beating an attempted murder. Um, I just got, I got aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, which landed me in prison for like three and a half years. So in Germany, in, in Germany, I was in Germany for three. Well, I was in Germany for fifteen months, and then I got transported to Washington, Seattle, Washington. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So that's how you got out the army. Yeah, that's how I got out. They ain't even give me no chance. That was like my first major incident too. They ain't give me no I chance. I remember you was in je- you was in prison. I was in federal. Pen- I was in the federal penitentiary. How was the prison over there? Uh, in Germany it was bad, but when they transported me to the states, I was I was straight. I was straight down. You know, they had a lot of they had a lot of people cooking. The food was good. Mm. Yeah, federal the fe- federal penitentiary is not like uh, state prison. You know, in the feds, you kind of got a lot more leniency. Um, the people, there was bloods, there was cribs, there was this, there was that. But the people that was really, like, shunned the most was, like, rapists and child molesters. So, oh, okay. yeah. I could definitely see why. Yeah, so. So, with, with you doing that, were you, did you go to Iraq? Yeah, I went to Iraq. I went to Iraq. And that, that kind of fucked, that kind of fucked me up, too, you know. Um, the crazy part about it is, is that this happened after I came back from Iraq, and this was to a point where I didn't know I was suffering. I had a major. I'm suffering from major, a major case of PTSD, and uh, had they did a medical evaluation, I probably wouldn't have went to prison. And that's why that's how they fu- they they really fucked me over with that because when the shit happened, I literally blacked out during the moment. Um, but they didn't do a medical screen or anything like that. Had I been a different person, uh, they would have they would evaluate him for medical and everything you like mean that. Like a clear person, <laughs> white. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Had I been white, they would have did they would yeah. did that. But they didn't they didn't do that for me. And it was clearly that I had mental issues at that time. You know. So and how I, many years did you spend in Iraq? Uh, eighteen months in Iraq. Mm. Well, no, well, yeah. It was originally supposed to be twelve. It was 12 months at first, and then uh, General Petraeus was, like, leading it. And then when he they did a change of command, they ended up extending us t- for some more time. So we was getting ready to leave and all. Family ready. They ready. Like, we was getting ready to leave, and they was like, all right, so you're going from 12 months to 18 months. So I ended up going more time. And I almost got into some shit there. Whew. I can only imagine what yeah. was going on there. So could you tell us a little bit about the time in Iraq? Like, how was it? Um, <laughs> I was, <laughs> it was, uh, it was interesting. I'm not going to go too, too in yeah. depth, but, um, I was having sex. What? Yeah. <laughs> How <laughs> was you having sex? Can I say that? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I was, I was, I was fucking a, uh, a married woman. She, cause I was fucking her before. This, this was, this was crazy. I was, I was fucking her for about, um, six months before we went to Iraq and she married and her dude was in the same unit as us. This one, this one I knew women ain't shit. And now, <laughs> women ain't shit. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Okay. Now, mind you, she right. older. She older than me. Okay. Right? She older than me and um, they used to thought, they, they used to think I was like, I had a cool little accent. Like, when you're in, when you're in the army, you meet people from all Everywhere. different walks of life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, they was like, yeah, you got a little cool little accent. You from Florida. You know, I had my, my little swag was a little different, you know. 
So they uh, I, when I ended up meeting her, she was older. She was a sergeant. And I was just a private. And um, I don't know. Well, they say that about army, like all y'all hoes. Yeah. yeah. So it's, so we can go on record to say that's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't finna. And I'm, I'm telling you, a lot of I broke up. I broke up some some happy homes. And I, I, I pray to God, I w- it would never happen again. I would never sleep with a married woman, but I pray to God for forgiveness every day because of it. But so I end up, me and her, we all got deployed, all right? And so I was smashing before, and then, and then they told me I had to leave. I was smashing her while she was sharing the room with her husband in Iraq. Hold on. Rewind. How? She used to sneak out at night, and then we'll go to like an empty tent. Oh. And I used to just smash in the tent. And then she go right back to her husband. And go right back to her husband, yeah. yeah. That's horrible. Man, before we went to Iraq, she was playing I Love You games. Like, I'd, I'd be driving his car, and she'd give me head. And I could hear him on the phone talking about, I love you more. No, oh, I love you. Oh, shut up. Yeah, that's, I told you, that's man, ain't shady. shit. Y'all ain't shit, I tell you. No. <laughs> Army cats, <laughs> army cats ain't shit. Men, okay. women, everybody who wear the uniform ain't shit. Don't no, don't put that on the whole women. Oh, hey, nah, man. nah, that's crazy. Yeah. So, a group of us had to go, and we had to establish a whole nother five. Like my whole my whole unit was in Baghdad, so a group of us we had to fly somewhere else, and they wasn't part of the group. But uh, she'll be emailing me, uh, saying, gee, I miss you, I miss you, this, whatever. And then um, one of our teams, we was running out of supplies, and one of our teammates had to come there and bring us supplies. And it was ho- hollering at me, and it was like, uh, hey, yo, um, woo-de-woo found out you was fucking I said, say what? He was like, yeah, bro, everybody talking about it, everybody. And in the Army, you can't, you can't have adultery. Yeah. So I'm like, damn, I'm like tripping, like, damn, how the hell you find out? Like, mm-hmm. so I ended up, it was that time our mission was already completed. Mm-hmm. It was that time for us to come back. So everybody knowing, like, bruh, sorry, woo-doo, he want to holler at you. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, we all got, we got firearm, we got an eight, we got a, uh, S, we got a M16, and we got the, the nine millimeter on the side. So as I'm flying back, I'm like, all right, Reese. All right, St. G. Deny, deny, deny. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all over my mind. I'm denying every goddamn thing. That shit I'm crazy. telling you, I'm telling you. So when I get there, we doing, this nigga ain't even wait. He a sergeant. I'm still a little private. So he, wait, let me let me take it back. You want to know how I end up fucking his wife? I remember. I used to sell weed in the army. And he used to, he used to smoke. He used to do all the <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> No, I'm telling you, he used to smoke. He, <laughs> hey, man, he got Hey, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm from Florida. <laughs> so he used to smoke, and then one day he was um he was on 24 hour duty, like like it's so this, this means you gonna be on po- you gotta be at a certain place for 24 hours. You can't go nowhere. So when he called me, he was like, "Yeah, man, let me get what the uh, woo to woo." He said, "But this is for my wife. This is the first time I met her," and then I was like. Your wife, all right, so what you want to bring that? Oh, she at the crib. So I'm like, all right. So I end up bringing whatever to the crib. She showed up with her T-shirts. I mean, a T-shirt. She could have had shorts underneath, but I ain't seen nothing underneath. So I gave her the, I gave her the weed. 
And then I was like, all right, I'm out. And she was like, hey, can you go to the store and get me a wrap? I was like, all right. So I went to the store and I got her a wrap. And then she was like, you want to come in? You want to smoke with me? Mm, I was like, she ain't shit. I was like, yeah. Uh, she ain't I, shit. I was like, damn, I got to go bust up another play, but <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm going to come in. Um, so you smashed that first night? No, nah, I ain't even smashed that first night. Um, she gave me head that night. I ain't even smashed. And it was her fault. That she gave me head. It's her fault. Yeah. So you, so she, oh. she just opened your pants and it was her fault. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. She, she was just like, uh, cause she was rolling, mm. and then you know she was rolling. She got some fat, some big lips, and she was rolling and just kept on. You know, when, when you roll, you gotta do this. I'm like, I was like, man, you all right now? <laughs> and her husband was working. He was working, yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. He so went. when y'all came back, that was it. That was y'all stopped messing with each other because he nah, found so, out. So the way he found out, so fast forward, I ended up getting there, and he was like, uh, he was like, yeah, Saint Jean, let me talk to you. So I already know. I don't think he knows I know, but he was like, man, why you ain't tell me? I was like, what you talking about? He said, bro, stop playing stupid, bro. I was like, what you talking about, bro? Like, he was like, you been fucking wootu, and I was like, say what? Talking about, bro. And then he was like, he was like, bro, sh- don't don't lie to me, bro. Sh- like she's the one that told me. She, oh, that's what he no. said. She's the one that told me. And I was like, bro, I was like, I, t- I turned it on him. I was like, man, that's some more bullshit. I say half her said in front of me, cause I ain't never touched. Man, I, I was like, that's your wife, man. <laughs> <laughs> She was just starting to cry, so I'm like, I want to be with you, and I, I just had to tell him. Yeah. yeah. But that was it. You didn't want to be with her long term. No, nah, I, was, I was done after that. Yeah, I was done after that. Long term? Hell no. Nah. <laughs> Hell no. Nah. I don't care how many times. A, so, a man ain't going to leave his wife. A wife ain't not going to leave her husband. Because Cheating of a man? Not. Cheating or not. You don't think so? Mm. I, I really, in my opinion, if I, if I had, go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm just trying to understand. If I had an old lady and I had a I had a, a tenderoni on the side, mm-hmm. you just a tenderoni. I am not leaving my wife, regardless of what I say to you. Regardless, I am not leaving home. So okay, I'm just trying to understand you. So a husband and a wife, one is cheating. Mm-hmm. The other one finds out you're not going. That's the person that's not going to leave the marriage. A woman will leave first before a man would. Absolutely. You agree? A, a woman will leave a man before a man leaves a woman. Definitely. Yes. But then she, you, the woman would leave because you have to eventually. Yes, eventually, it takes a lot for a woman to leave. It takes a lot. I know. So a man can fuck up and cheat, and we can forgive you and we can move forward. Now, if I cheat on you and you, my husband, you're not gonna forgive me. It's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard because women, I feel like women cheat with emotion. You know what's so interesting on your last last show? You said, uh, but if a, if a best friend. Just forget to come to a kid's birthday party. Oh, I don't, I don't like that bitch no more. <laughs> right? Ain't that, that's, that's what the meme said. That's what we were saying. But that, that's true. People though. don't fight for friendships like they fight like, for their spouse or their significant right. well, other. Well, because the connection is different. Yeah, I mean, you got to compare. That's mm. that's a compare and contrast uh, conversation. That, because soul ties is different. Mm. You don't have soul ties with your friends. That's but true. That, that, mm-hmm. that person that's, that's 
being inserted in whatever. That's mm-hmm. that tie is a lot different. So definitely facts. That's definitely. crazy. So like all the stuff that you've been like, you got a pass. You just admitted that y'all are hosts in the army and uh-huh. and all these little stories. You had a baby off of one night stand. Now that you have a daughter, mm-hmm. like do you do you look at relationships and women differently? Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, and I I noticed it. Because another thing, aside from drinking, the drinking addiction, I always had a porn addiction too. Um, after I had my daughter, I kind of calmed down. I just, well, I don't think I don't think my daughter did. I think Instagram really did it. Because everybody's just showing whatever on Instagram, and that shit just getting annoying. Yeah. Because you ever think about like that could be your daughter? I know. I, what? That could be your daughter being cheated on. That could be your daughter having a side piece when she's married to a husband. Like you look at life differently, no? Yeah, I do, and it's scary because. Um, I remember I had a dream and she was sleeping next to me. I had a dream. I don't remember what it was that she was doing. She could have been doing track. She could have been doing chili with a boyfriend. But I just remember her running into my hand, my arms and hugging me and just crying. It was like, daddy, I'm so sad. Daddy, I'm so, I got to deal with her first heartbreak. Yeah. Like that shit crazy. Like. And you don't, you don't look at it like, like you did that to someone else's daughter. Yeah. Now I do. It's crazy. It's, yeah. I just got to teach her the game, though. <laughs> that's the thing. Early. I'm going to teach her the game early. early. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to teach her the game early. Yes. I'm not going to miss God, like, not miss God, my daughter. So I'm going to just teach her the game, give her a recipe. So you're going to teach her men ain't shit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I don't think it's men ain't shit. I, I no. feel like it's more of teaching her what a good man really is. Absolutely. And that, where it starts at is, is me. Yeah. Because yeah. you're going to be her first person she loves and yeah. that her she's gonna have high standards for someone that's gonna be in her life me and her mom right now like really going at it and i, I always said i ain't never want to be in beef with my baby mom regardless i always want to treat her right but right now we're going through something deep like, like she, mind, she hurt my feelings do you mind explaining or is it no i don't mind explaining when we first when i found out that uh number one she, oh god so I, she was married. Mm-hmm. She was married too. I didn't know she was married. It was one I I didn't I didn't really know, but um, she uh, when, when when Jasmine was born, I was like, listen, go ahead and just um, I'm ready for child support. Go ahead and put me on child support. I'm telling her put me on child support, and she was like, and at this time I was on house arrest, and she was like, uh, no, I don't want I don't want the laws in our business. Don't worry about it. I know you. I was like, damn, okay. Like, mm. you don't want the police in our business? Okay, cool. <laughs> thought you like, had a good damn, one. Right. You had a good one. You what? thought. I thought I did. So the other day, like, I've been doing everything for my daughter. Like, I, I see my daughter all the time, you know. And me and her mom, huh? I can agree. Yeah, and me and her mom, we always, we, we have a good co-parenting relationship. There's never an argument or anything like that. And I think... The other day was like our first argument where that shit really like broke my heart. She was like, because uh, when my business starting up, she she was like, uh, we was talking about, I don't know, we was talking about like sheets and how you sleep. And then she was at a store and she showed some sheets. I was like, dang, that's all it costs? I said, I like to invest in how I sleep. I'm spending three, four hundred dollars on pillowcases and all that because I want to sleep good. My third count. Yeah, the high thread count the better sleep. So, and she was like, "Oh, whatever." Nobody got it like that, but she was like, "Uh, but that back child support, child support, um, gonna be worth it in a couple of years." 
And then she she followed up with a hee hee hee. Y'all were on the phone, like yeah, you actually heard her tone. FaceTime. Oh, you heard her tone. On, yeah, yeah, I'm on Facetime with Ooh. her. She followed up with a hee hee hee, like trying to try to make it seem like that's about to just go over my head. There's like, always some trick to a joke. Come on. Yeah. I was like, yeah. what did you just say? And she's like, no, I was just playing. I was like, you, you don't play around. Like, how do you play around with something like that? So that kind of hurt my feelings because when I hear that, oh, that child support, number one, I don't like the term baby daddy. Mm. And then the throwing that term child support, even after I was willing to put myself on, I do a lot for my child. So even after I was willing to put my child, myself on child support, when I heard her do that, I was like, damn, it just made me feel like, am I a daddy? Am I not doing enough? Like, and now it's or like. she's setting you, trying to set you up. Yeah, like, it's like yeah. she's trying to set you me up. You can't trust her. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I, I. So why you don't put yourself on child support? I am. I'm doing that now. But I, I don't think he should do child support. I think he should do split custody. Well, that's the first, well, yeah. that's, that's the first thing. I'm, gonna file for, gotta... I'm filing for uh, 50, 50, 50. Yeah, yeah. He got to put himself in the then court, I'm, though. I'm putting myself on child support. Yes. Man, I'm saving every receipt, though. Yeah, yeah. you have yeah. to. You have to. It's not what you know. It's what you can prove. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, we'll, hopefully we'll get, we'll get past it. She knows, like. As my child's mom, I'll do whatever it is for her, too. You know? mm-hmm. So I'm going to make sure like she's in a good place regardless of what we go through. Because in order for my daughter to know what a man is, it's, it's, it's all dependent on how I treat her mama. You know what I'm saying? Even though we're not together, I'm always going to treat her good. Right. But she hurt my feelings, though. And I, I could tell, I could understand that because that that would be hurtful. Like after a man is doing so much for a child, then you have these dead by, deep fathers that's not doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Right? You feel me? Right. So does she have other kids? She got yeah, she got other kids. She got two more kids. She not married no more. Uh, I, don't, I, I don't know. Oh okay. I know she wanna. She, I know she wanna be with me. Oh, so that could be. Mm. That's another thing, like, cause she always be threatening. With that. Well, cause I know, I know she always be threatening. Yeah, I'm about to move to Texas. I'm taking her. It's like what you, like, what like you, in case for you to say like, oh no, don't move. Yeah, like, oh, I'm about to move. I'm about to move here. I'm about to move here. It's like damn. And then when she threw that at me, that's when I really knew it was like, damn, she really wanted like. Hmm. Putting everything together. Like, yeah, I'm putting, I'm putting yeah, all the pieces, pieces together, together. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I see where I see, I see. Okay. Mm. But yeah, man. And I don't know, I don't know, man. It's hard, man. When you grow up as a mother and fatherless child, you really don't know. Like, you learn as you go. Yeah, you especially know? with your situation, your mom dying, and. For you to be like so involved in your daughter's life, that's really good. Yeah. Because I mean, you didn't have a mother. You basically didn't have a dad either, because they both died at a young age. So, for you to pick up so much responsibility and say you really want to be in your child's life and be there, and for her to do that, I could see where you were very hurt about that situation. Now let's get in back to you growing up without a mother and a father, and being separated from your sister. Like, how did that make you feel? Like at that moment, like. Were you lost? Did you feel like you didn't have nobody? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't have guidance. Like I didn't. I really didn't. Um, and the reason why is because it was always a fight for money. You know, when you when you have Haitian parents, they always look for the newest way to get money. And I was a money man. I was Social Security. That was mm. an extra check coming. So I ended mm. up. Uh, I got I got into it, it. It really messed me up growing up. Like I went to um, elementary school of the arts, and I was always popular at school of the arts. That's in downtown, 
and that's in the hood hood. So is that Bach? What they consider? No, nah, it's not. That's not Bach. Oh. Ele- the elementary school of the arts is one thing, and Bach is the high. But Bach is the middle school. The middle high school, yeah. Yeah. Then I ended up going to the middle school of the arts, and um, and I was always popular, man. The thing that really that killed me and it really like uh showed me that damn you ain't got shit was whenever there was a play like Rosen Tom Sawyer I played Tom, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern I did I played Rosencrantz like mm-hmm. I always had to lead roles, right. And then when these people come see their kids, knowing that I was the lead role, no one was there for me. Mm. So that really took a toll. That took a that took a toll. And then um, when I was in elementary school, my, my drama teacher saw that, and she was like, uh, she used to go to this uh, restaurant in downtown West Palm Beach, a health healthy restaurant. And I remember she asked me. She said, "What what is it that you want for Christmas?" And mind you, I'm like ten years old, and I was telling her. I was I was younger than that. I was like eight years old, and I was telling her everything I wanted for Christmas, and then um, that Christmas, mind you, I've never had anything in my life for Christmas. I was always going off of what everything everyone else was doing, all the all the motor uh, all the what's the remote, remote control, control cars. Mm-hmm. I was living vicariously through him, mm-hmm. um, and so when I showed when the gift showed up for me, and I even asked for my sister too. The gift showed up for my sister, and then a turkey showed up, food, groceries, everything. I was just in heaven, and then I met a guy named Fred at that time, and Fred, he knew my story. He knew that I was very talented, and he just wanted to do something nice for me. Um, and to this day, man, I, I love him, man. White dude, too. A white dude. I white dude. Fred. You met Fred. Yeah. Fred. Fred, yeah, man. Fred was a blessing, man. Fred... He was, he was, he was a fuck. Like we, I don't know. There was probably some days, days that he was mad at me, but I don't, I, I never can remember him being mad at me. He yelled at me, but I don't think he was ever mad at me. But, um, after meeting Fred, then I went to, I was, uh, I auditioned for High School of the Arts, which is known as Dreyfus right now. And then the mentality changed. Um, people kept on saying, why are you going to that white school? Like, cause I was in the hood. I used to live in the projects. They was like, why are you going to that white school? Don't go to that white school. So I ended up having to go to my home school, which is Palm Beach Lakes. Now, this is when I knew trouble started for me, man. Cause I got kicked out of high school three times. Three times? Three times. Two of, I got kicked out of two, the high school, my high school twice. The home school. First time I got kicked out was because I brought a pistol to school. You love guns. Not no more. <laughs> so, so, how did you get your hands on a pistol at that age? No, so in high school, this one I was, because um, I, I hung around nothing but older dudes. You know what I'm saying? Because, like I said, it's, it goes through, it, it goes back to what I was saying. You always want to find someone that you can look up to when you when you grow up with no, no guidance. So, um, <sighs> Old, old dude from the hood had a, a twenty two, And you want to know why I brought the gun to school? Mm. Because of the most stupidest reason ever. Some dude came from New York, and he ended up calling me son. That's but, our word. I know. Word. Man, I swear to God, that nigga, that nigga said, what up, son? What the fuck you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I went, oh, what the fuck you doing? 
swear to God, man, I, I went off like, man, I, this nigga trying to sun me, man. So I end up, uh, I brought the pistol. So my dumb, this is why I was stupid at though, because I brought the pistol to school, and um, I was bragging about it. I talked about mm. it while I was in school, like, yeah, man, I'm finna pistol with the shit out of this nigga. How old were you? I was. How old are you in the ninth grade? Like 14, 15. Like 14, 15, yeah. Yeah, so I was like 14, 15. Oh, God. Fresh yeah. in high school. Fresh. Mm. So they end up finding, I guess someone someone told, I, to this day, I don't know who told. There's always a snitch. Yeah. Oh, so right. they end up, they end up, but I ain't have no bullets or nothing, so I couldn't go to truancy. I didn't go to juvenile nothing. They just kicked Wait, me out of school. Wait, you showed up with a gun with no bullets? <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was trying to go over that part. <laughs> first mm. and then um they was telling my auntie i was living with my auntie at the time um and my auntie was the one that was like they was looking all in my room they found all the bullets in my nike shoebox mm. when they found all the bullets in my nike shoebox that's when they could confirm it's time to rush them yeah. so you had the bullets you just i had the bullets you just didn't bring it i just didn't you were bring just it. using it for show yeah yeah i just wanted the pistol with me oh, okay yeah. and then that's how you got kicked out yeah i ended up getting kicked out there then i went to forest hill so when I went to Forest Hill, the good thing about 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 it is that even though I was a bad kid, I was smart. Bro. I was in the magnet program. I passed the FCAT first time around. I never had problems with my academics, hmm. but it was just like my just just the streets got the best. Yeah, of you. the streets just get, got the best of me, hmm. and I always wanted to prove myself because I had so much against me. I was short, ashy, Haitian. <laughs> Oh, what? I be lathering up now, boy. They ain't gonna give me no more. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. And then we talk about coconut, uh, coconut butter. Nah, oh bring me that coconut oil. <laughs> I need that. Mix it up. But uh, I ended up going to Forest Hill, and I only spent one year there until I got kicked out of there. I got kicked out on the last day of school because I decided, me and my homeboy decided to snatch somebody's chain. And I ended up getting caught. But there's always fights last day of school. Yeah, it's always. So yeah. I just thought I was just contributing. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, um, and then I was out of school for a long time. And at that point, my auntie was fighting with the school board just to get me back into my homeschool. So I ended up going back. Now I'm catching up. Now I'm in, I'm a, this is my senior year. I'm catching up. I'm good, right? So <laughs> I was at night school. And, um, Alright, so God bless the dead. My homeboy Shane um, was uh, was in class with me. We we playing around. That's when Boosie first came out, and we listening to Boosie, and we got our, our CD player. And this this girl, her phone, her her bottle. I knew this girl pretty much all my life because me and her brother was close, and I sleep sleep at their house for sleepovers. But her her Pepsi dropped. And it was like an angle. It was in the lecture hall at Palm Beach Lake. So when Pepsi dropped, I went to go pick it up. She snatched me by my hair because she thought I kicked it. She snatched me by my hair. She was like, don't touch my shit, you short black shit. Whatever, whatever she said. <laughs> but then I was like, all right, so I kicked it. I kicked it. Like, whatever. When I kicked it, you know, I used to be, I used to be a fly-ass dude in school. I ain't going to lie. I used to be fly. That was just the only time. Ever since people talking about... In my white tee. I ain't never wear no white tee. I was always fly with throwback jerseys. 
uh, with the with the headband. I was always fly in school. It's the only time I decided to wear a white t-shirt in school. She was like, uh, "Yeah, I'm gonna I'm throw the soda on you, all over you." I said, it's, "What?" I said, "Man, you gonna throw no soda on me? I spit in your face." Um, she was like, "Yeah, whatever. All right, we gonna see when 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 class over." And my homeboy Shane, he just antagonizing it. Ooh, she gonna get you. She gonna get you. <laughs> instigating. Yeah, he instigated, mm. man. So I go down to um, I go down to teaching. I was like Miss Risby, man. I did did. If it's talking about she gonna pull the soda on me, you know this is my last chance. Mm-hmm. I can't get in trouble. You need to talk to her. You know what I'm saying before she she get out of hand. Oh, don't worry about it. Say, gee, I got you. She ended up talking to her. Come here, come here. She talked to her, and um, as she was coming back up, she was like, "I'm still gonna pull the soda on your shirt." <laughs> I was like, "What?" No, it sounded just like that. I'm still gonna pull the soda on your shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so I was like, damn, all right, whatever, it is what it is. Then they had a, a, a switch, and Miss Tooks was there. Miss Tooks was my, my, my lady, man. I love Miss Tooks. She'll do everything for me. And she ended up, I think she ended up passing God bless the dead. But um, I ended up talking to Miss Tooks, and I was like, Miss Tooks, man, I already told Miss Risley. I said, you know my situation. She, I said, she talking about doing whatever. And she was like, nah, she ain't going to do that. She just playing. I was like, all right. And then it's like. You, it's like a countdown, like, oh, my, mind you, because I know I'm from the trip, mm-hmm. so I'm seeing the, the clock go, I'm nervous, like, this bitch really going to pull the soda on my shirt, so right before the bell rang, right before the bell rang, now we got a lecture hall, it's the lecture hall, and then it's the, um, what's it called, uh, the courtyard, I guess so, the courtyard, right? Yeah, I guess, yeah. All right, so before the bell rang, I ended up, pew, I ended up leaving before the bell rang. But the bell rang as I was uh, in the middle of the courtyard, and this is after school, so the band is being let out, basketball team, football team, everybody that was there is being let out. And I ended up running into this girl, now my little flirty ass, I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, hey, what's up? I'm, I'm politic on her. And as they coming up, I swear, this bitch was looking like uh, Shakari Richardson. She running. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. I'm talking about she full flattened with a, with a soda in her head. Dun, 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 dun. I'm like, okay, okay. My boy Shane was like, Reese. I turn around. She ended up pouring the soda all over me and, and then throwing the bottom of my face and hit me. And the only reaction I can do was just push her. I ended up pushing it so hard when her head hit the floor so hard. And then, which I thought I got suspended, but I ended up getting, at that point, I got expelled out of every school. Broward, wow. Dade County, I can't go nowhere. So how did you finish high school? I had to go to a, an academy. Uh, Flyka. Just to get your, yeah, yeah. Just you know about Flyka? Yeah. And Jack, up in Jacksonville? I heard about it. Yeah, I had to go to Jacksonville. You I couldn't had, even go to the one over here in Palm Beach? No. Nah, I had to go to Florida Youth Challenge Academy. Shout out to my, everybody that's in Florida Youth Child Academy. <laughs> oh, y'all. Misfits. <laughs> so you had to finish and get your diploma that way, and then you went straight into the Army? Yeah, so so that was like a military school where you couldn't go anywhere. Mm. You couldn't go anywhere. That they locked you down. They give you military treatment. It's, everything was was on the up and up. But I almost got kicked out of there. Now, this was some more Fugazi shit, though. It was fights all the time because there's people from everywhere in Florida 
all the at-risk youth had to go there. Probably like last chance. Last exactly. Just like that. <laughs> last it chance that, you. That shit was last chance. <laughs> but they had a girls section too. Mm. And um uh, I ended up meeting this girl. Well, I ain't I didn't really like this girl. Like she was she was a, a Spanish chick. She was a little Spanish chick. I, I saw her in the um the laundry facility. The only thing I did was just kinda of smile at her. You know what I'm saying? That's all it took. That's all it took. I just smiled at her. See, Next thing I know, why nice smiles matter? <laughs> <laughs> well, shit. Thing. Not, not in this situation. <laughs> Next thing I know, I was being brought up for uh, harassment. Shut up. Yeah, yeah. They had. They was like, yeah, we about to let you go. So, <gasps> the reason why the whole time they were like, you got to call your mentor. Your mentor has to go. We're releasing you from the academy. So the entire time I'm thinking I'm being released is because of the fight. It was like a little boxing match we got into the night before. I had absolutely no idea, but they, they would talk to, to me like, this one, I knew interrogation is bad. It was like, so you know why you're here. I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> and then and then it was telling me, he was like, why'd you do it? I was like, yeah, I thought it was fine, you know, at the time, but I know I was wrong. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, you they, think you're talking about the fight. I'm, t- I swear my right hand. So I'm thinking they talk about the fight the whole time. They let my, they let, my mentor was living in Tampa. They let him drive because he has to come pick me up. They let him drive from Tampa all the way to Jacksonville, and they was telling him when I was in the room why they was kicking me out. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. I was like, what? I said, so y'all doing what? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. She she came in and she told, I said, what? I said, no, 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 no. And then they actually really did an investigation and realized that I was I wasn't. In the wrong. Oh my god. Yeah. Did she get kicked out? Nope. But she came That's back. That's the problem. Nope. She came back to Palm Beach. When she came back to Palm Beach, me and my niggas ran the train on. Oh lord. I'm dead. I'm oh, dead. Lord. That's it. That's Ther- it. That's hey, it. Hey, We're hey, done. Therapy isn't enough. That's it. <laughs> hey, <laughs> let's play plead the uh I plead the fifth. Let's play plead the fifth. Wait, wait, I got more questions <laughs> for plead the fifth. We're gonna have to do a two part series with you. Oh, but I have one I have uh, I, I want to know like how do you feel about relationships now like what is your um ideal relationship now i've been through a lot of trials and tribulations man honestly um i always wanted to get married but what i want to ask y'all a question because this is in my mind i want to be in a polynomial relationship a poly relationship you do yeah why um because i don't want to ah that's a good question you don't so, know why you want to be in a party? Well, I, I do know why. It's because I, I just, I like the feeling of having two women. You just want two. You don't so, want multiple. So why wouldn't you just find one woman that's open for threesomes? That's that's a poly relationship. No. What? Because I don't want just to, I don't want. So the thing with me is when so I have really sex. you don't even know if you want to be in the poly oh, relationship. Oh, no, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, the thing about me, when I have sex with a woman, mm-hmm. like, I don't just have sex. Like, we can have sex the first night, mm-hmm. and we, we always won't have sex. Like, I don't mm-hmm. like one night. I don't like, because I'm, I'm really particular with who I... I'm, I'm really particular with who I have sex with. Um, mm-hmm. So, if we have sex, and it's a threesome, mm-hmm. I'm going to keep having that threesome. Every single time you have sex? With the same people, though. Mm. 
Do you want a relationship with that second woman or do you want her just for sex? No, I want the relationship with both women. I want the woman to have a relationship with each other and I want to have a relationship with both. So you do want to be in a poly yeah. relationship. Yeah. So what made you come to this? Yeah. That you want to be in a poly relationship? Research. Mm. I don't like to be in everybody mix. I want to have multiple. I want to have, I want to have different partners, but I don't want to be in a mix with every, everywhere else. You don't else. want to be a hoe no more. Yeah. You only want, want to be a hoe with your yeah, two. Yeah. So, so do you feel like you could take care of two women? Yeah. Absolutely. What do you, what do you mean? Financially? Yeah, financially. Every, emotionally. Emo- well, the emotional, the emotional part, I think, would be physically, it's no problem. The emotional part is going to be like, probably, yeah. Yes. So, so with the emotional part, like with you dealing with PTSD, how are you emotionally with women? Like, are you able to emotionally, well, deal with the capacity of a woman's emotional, um, like? No, and I, I'm wrong, I'm wrong, I'm wrong. So you're that. not ready for a relationship? Right now? Yeah. Not right now. I wanna, I'm, not right now, right now. Cause my, my, my span of relationships has been too rocky. I just need time by myself. Do you believe in marriage? I, oh. Marriage isn't for everyone. But marriage is just a, it's, it's a economic decision, right? It's biblical. It's biblical? Mm-hmm. So why, why is divorce, why, why does divorce happen? Um, I mean, there's plenty Are of you married? Are you married? I am divorced. So, you go, so go back. Marriage is biblical. I mean, the reason why we got married is because it was the right thing to do. And we wanted to help a man and a woman start a family. Like, it was just the next step in our relationship. Mm. But... How old were you when you got married? 25. Young. Very. Young. Very. Yeah, You have kids? No. So, why was it the right thing to do? Because we, that's what we wanted. We wanted, he was getting into his career. We were seven, six, seven years into our relationship. It was the right thing to do. It was the right time. Well, we thought it was the right time to do it. And we wanted to build a life together to bring kids into this world. So but, what happened? What didn't happen, first of all? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, there's a, there's a lot of moving parts for it. I feel like we just like grew apart. I mean, I know him. What does that so mean? We, I know him. We're not. Here's the thing. We're not the same pe- person that we were 14 years ago. I've known him 14 years. So who I was at 18 is not who I am at 32. Did you fake it? Fake what? Happiness. Sometimes. That sucks, right? It's fucking horrible. That sucks when you when you fake happiness. Yep. That's it's, it's so draining. It. You don't even know. There's when people find out about me getting a divorce, they're like. I thought you were guys were so happy. You guys, we had a house, we were living our life, we traveled, we showed up at family events. Like, it was just like, but that's what we wanted the world to see. You know how, like, what we put out there, but behind closed doors, it was differently. So, yeah, it was it was fake for a few years. Yeah. On both parts. On both parts? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So draining. It is. So, but do you see yourself being married? Even if it's, like... With yeah. one person or being in a poly relationship, having a wife in general. Yeah. But how do you get married to two people? That's illegal. You, no, you don't. Oh, you you mean, get you illegal. have you have a wife and you have a girlfriend. The, the the second one that comes in. Now, would you let your wife choose the third person? Third girl. Yes. Yeah. Second girl. Third person. Yes. Yes. Because her happiness matters. Right. Mm. Her happiness matters. 
All right, guys. Yeah, we definitely had to do a part. So, yeah, we so let's play it again. Let's play it again. Let's get a little interesting. Okay, so now we're gonna play plead the fifth. Um, what is this? So basically, it's a segment that if you don't answer the question that we ask you, you have to take a shot, and we mean a real shot. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, grab that, grab right here. Oh, you're gonna grab cup. There you go. Wait, just, is, is it just for me to take a shot? No, all of we're all gonna it. answer it. Ooh. If you don't answer, you have to shot. You cannot choose not to answer it. Okay. But then you gotta take a shot ahead. Interesting. Okay, so the first question is: When would you be okay with your partner watching porn? All the, my turn. Yeah. Yeah, you go first. Um, in the bedroom. So you wouldn't be okay with her watching it if you're not home? Can she watch it without you? Yeah, she can watch it without me. Whenever? Yeah. With you? With me, yeah. Yeah, porn doesn't bother me either. No. Toys bother me. Can't, what? I, I can't handle toys in the room. None? None. Not, no toys? Not even as an enhancer? What's an enhancer? What does that mean? Like it's... Like a plug or something? Like a no. Butt, <laughs> a butt plug? <laughs> what are we talking about here? No. <laughs> no, like, not, not, not like toys, like... To satisfy her, but to like to add, like it's not replacing you. It's just adding to the like thing. a vibrator. Would no, you... no, no, no. Why? Oh, a vibrator. It's just intimidating. <laughs> no, as a man, you don't think that's intimidating? No, I want to hear from no, no, person. no. It's intimidating. Like a vibrator. What? Am I not enough? <laughs> Is therapy not enough? Am I not enough? No, uh, it, it's, it's a little, you know. <laughs> 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 yeah. No, no toys at all. None. No toys. But I, got a, I mean, I got a thumb. Where you got to put the thumb? <laughs> no, it replaces the butt plug. Yeah. Beads. I, I I probably would do beads. So you okay? Handcuffs. Not not for me. Wraps. What's like, that? Like the the wrap like bondage. Hell no. Nah. Why? Cause we came from bondage. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, pillow, like I was, yeah, I was, I, okay. that's my, 
like, yeah, I like I like pillow humping. Okay. I like uh, what else? I be watching BBWs. Mm-hmm. So you like big women? I'm Haitian, so that that really just like come with it. Oh, okay. Um. Down the porch, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> trying to think about his, his history. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, that's, history. that's it. Like face riding, pillow humping, like that's that's really really it. Women on women. Okay, all right, all right. So what would what would most people find weird that you? Wait, she didn't answer. I did. I said I don't mind porn. Oh, you don't porn mind doesn't porn. bother me because okay. it's just lusting. Okay, so what would most people find weird that you would be open to trying? Mm. Sexually and not sexually. It could be sexual. You go first. Mm. You want me to go first? Mm-hmm. Okay. Open to trying sexually or not sexually? Sexually. Sexually. Yes. Um. <clears throat> I'm open to like uh like going to a married couple. Like a swingers. Yeah. A swingers club. Not like a swingers club. Like somebody called like a, a rich white dude like. Call me like just come fuck my wife, my wife, as I watch. I was just gonna ask yeah. him watching, huh? Him yeah, watching. Well, yeah, yeah, like him watching. That wouldn't bother you? Nah, cause I fuck the shit out of him. <laughs> that, that wouldn't bother me. Okay, so my thing, I have the same similar thing. Like I will watch my man have sex with another female in front of me. Like I, I think that would be very. I don't want to join because I'm not into girls, but to have You're not into girls? No, absolutely not. Why? Don't what about you? Um, maybe. Are we talking about the? <laughs> I'm talking about the girl situation. Oh, am I into girls? Yeah. No. 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 So like, I ain't never go, go through that experiment. No. Cause every girl go through that experiment. Uh, uh-uh, I didn't. Every girl. Okay. I never kissed a girl. Nothing. Look, she taking a couple of drinks right now. Happy <laughs> <laughs> how do you kiss a girl? Oh. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank y'all for listening with us today. Please come back for next week's episode of Therapy Isn't Enough. We appreciate you.